0: A lot of uh, much ado about uh, bonus dice. Is <laughs> this the title of this session? Okay, so again, we're missing the captain, but the captain is, after all, nursing a a, a head wound, and um, well, it's been. Some days. But we should maybe talk about what you did in those some days, um, sailing down to the... Oh, shouldn't we go over beliefs first? Beliefs and sticks? Um, we should do all manner of things, in fact. But I'm I'm just reminding myself here that uh, it's perhaps... Uh, On the three-day trip,
1: I probably would be trying to wheedle out of Jim some bits of lore of the southern continent. Sounds like I'm trying to open up a skill, too, at the same time. Persuasion. <laughs> it depends on how
0: you're going about it. I mean, it could be, if you're getting chummy, it could be drinking. If you're um, if you're trying to butter him up, it could be soothing platitudes.
1: No, drinking wouldn't be it. Drinking is just basically the uh, poor man's version of drunking.
0: Oh, don't mistake the skill for intent. If you if you sit down and have a, a congenial drink with uh, somebody, like you want to maybe maintain your wits to get information out of them. Make sure you don't drink more than they do, etc. But it, it all depends on how you go. You're going about things.
1: It actually would probably be the better of my thing, because it's based on forte, fort, and that's actually one of my better tra- stats. And it would tie into my one tie into my one belief.
0: <laughs> okay, that's why we should look at the beliefs first. So let's let's go Crowley first here. Tell us your beliefs, Crowley, and your instincts.
2: I will help find the lost city and plunder it. I have doubts about Captain Becker's judgment and I must not let him do the same danger the crew. That one may need to get substituted if we find something.
0: I, I recommend that for this session, yes.
2: But I don't have anything else to put there right now. So, And uh, we must ensure this other group does not interfere with our acquisition of riches, referring to the other group that we believe has... Right, you saw uh, some
0: boats, and, yeah, yeah. That were pulled up on shore, yes.
2: And is it, Instincts are always find somewhere unobtrusive to stand. Always have a lie prepared to get out of trouble, and always watch my back.
0: Cool. Yeah. Uh, if something pops up in the in the session, don't be afraid to be like, um, "Hey, I'm writing a belief about this, and I'm going to see if if I remember. I'm going to I'm going to ask you, like, do you care about this? Let's see. Let's hear Bonham's beliefs here. Um, I've tried to come
3: up with some on the spot here. I uh, may need to adjust them a little bit. And that's what this is for. Okay, to understand the environment we venture into, I should scout out the land from above. Uh, this map will lead me to Uru. I must translate this rune into gestures of power. I may adjust that into, this rune is a name. Uh, do you mean like the... The the one that we couldn't translate, the one that... Right. We, every time we tried to decode it, it became itself again. Mm-hmm. What Susan is now supposing is okay, this is a unique rune. It is essentially a, a name that it perhaps could hold magical power over this guardian if it's applied correctly. So she's.
0: Perhaps a, cl- perhaps a clearer phrasing would be something like I must unlock the power of this rune. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Gestures of power seems very specific for things you don't understand.
3: <laughs> right. And see since her magical tradition uh is all through movement, it's like mm-hmm, yeah. I will learn to pronounce the name with my hands.
0: I think it's probably better to understand it or, or unlock its meaning or power or something. I must unlock the
3: power of this room, is a much better belief, yes.
0: Because since you don't exactly know what it is, right? Right. You can make assumptions, like, I, I, this rune must be magical, therefore I will unlock it or, or, you know, translate it into blah. But then, if that's all wrong... <laughs> then I don't get any good out of it. Yeah, you, you won't get a Persona point, you'll get a Fate point at best. Uh, but if you take the more general, I will, you know, unlock it or I will understand this this rune, then... Uh, you can earn a persona point for understanding it. And then if it is, in fact, something that translates into a spell or something, then um, that's the next bit. Okay.
3: And on the third one, here again, we've got a bit of specificity that probably needs to be adjusted. I'm a see the powers of the sanctuary are applied for good, where I'm thinking that this well thing with the guardian is some kind of temple, not a not a whole city. And I don't know if that uh, assumption about what the location is are going to cause me.
0: Well, I mean, you know that there are wealth. You know there's wealth there. That's so much the, the treasure has told you, the map has told you anyway. And you know there's, there's something there that's probably, I mean, it's definitely connected to the old uh, empires or old sorcerer's empires. So the chances are there is magical power there or magical things there. So I I think it's a fair assumption to say that, you know, there are things there of power and making sure that they are applied for good is certainly, um, you know, is it for good? Is that, is that who Bonham is, or is it for?
3: I would say that my interpretation of good is, gosh, that is a really good question. I mean, she, she got all, she got all ideological or all idealist with Quentin last time. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it could be like, oh, yeah, um, I want the Archmages to be philosopher kings. And essentially we do a new sorcerer, a new sorcerer empire thing. And it'd be great if I was one of the Archmages. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like my good may not be the good, the dominion or the sovereignty. So it's more like I must see that the powers of the sanctuary don't fall into the hands of the dominion.
0: Fall into the wrong hands? Maybe is that a... Or is the Dominion the wrong hands? Or do you think the... I'm going to say just
3: don't fall into the wrong hands.
0: You know you're hanging out with pirates, right? (laughs) Totally the right hand.
3: Well, they're not sorcerers of
0: any sort.
3: Well, not all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I may be setting myself up for grief here.
0: No, this is great. This is wonderful.
2: (laughs) Never know who's the hidden sorcerer. <laughs> Fat Charlie, how do you think he pulled off that that mind mojo he did on you?
3: And that's my three beliefs. And your instincts? Uh, my instincts are never pass up a chance at new knowledge. When cornered, exploit small-minded cowardice, which I, despite much urging, sidestepped last time, which is a uh,
0: I mean, they are your instincts to consider. If you keep I, sidestepping, then I would suggest that it's maybe that not it'd an be impact. changed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, you got a new new character trait last time from your little deal with Quentin. Okay.
3: Yeah, that is the marked by the crawler. So I now have this black mark on my hand from where I touched the statue.
0: On the palm of your hand, in fact. On
3: the palm of my hand and i think it's implied that uh if given too much time this thing will grow so i'm on a i'm on a clock to gain rank in the collegia and help quentin get a promotion
0: yeah, it was it was uh it was uh, get quentin his due right yes uh, okay it would be like complete your mission right and then give credit some some due uh, right get him out of uh, <laughs> out of his position that he hates Okay, cool. So let's go over to um, – yes, Wilton, give us your beliefs.
1: I adore her, so I will prove that I only have her ladyship's best interests at heart. I will make sure her ladyship doesn't get into trouble, uh, and I will learn all I can about the southern continent from Jim to impress her, impress her
0: ladyship. There's a lot of beliefs pointed in one direction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, we now na- we now know what, what uh, Wilton's uh, whole existence uh, revolves around. I feel so
1: sorry for him as a player. Yeah, he's turning into a Will
0: Turner. I think the proper name is a Simp Turner, mister. Anyway, so your instincts. Shoot first, ask questions later. Always oh, rescue the fair damsel, which... Nothing new in terms of traits, so... Nope. So uh, I guess we'll start with Wilton. So... At some point during your, your voyage south, you have an opportunity or several to, uh, to get close to Jim and mm-hmm. in some fashion get him to open up about you – know, get, him, get him to reveal some juicy information about the, the
1: – The southern uh, continents. yeah. yeah. Ply him with drink or whatever, yeah.
0: Yeah, how do you go about it?
1: Grab a jug from stores and, hey, pass the jug. Asking questions about about his adventures and hopefully learn something about what's down there.
0: All right. So you want to spend uh, essentially uh, one of your free evenings drinking with uh, Jim? What you can you can pry out of him? I think what we're going to be doing is we're going to make it a versus test. I think he has drinking. I don't think he's fantastic at it, but he's been drinking a while. <laughs> Certainly, if you get the more, more successes than he do, he does then you know he's gonna let slip something, he's gonna get drunker than you are. And uh, you're gonna get some some kind of information that um maybe Jim hasn't vouchsafed to anyone yet. If uh if you don't, then um you're gonna you're gonna end up maybe overindulging a bit to keep up, right? And um to not, not make things look weird and that's gonna end up uh souring some of your working condition your working relationship with some of the other sailors because you're going to be drunk yeah yeah drunk and then you're going to be hung over and you're not going to be able to do as much work as quickly or you know that kind of...
1: yeah i'll spend one persona so uh, why don't you roll so he has two
0: successes
1: oh so it'll, it'll become a four all right and boom whoa success
0: Oh, and lots of sixes, six, six, six. See, I told you the devil looks after his own.
1: Yeah, but I'm not going to spend a fate point on this because I only got one fate point, so I'm going to see that for
0: later. Since this was a ob two before um, doubling, compare it to your um, fort, just five. So it's a routine test, so it counts toward opening drinking.
1: And I managed to, for every sip he to, ta- yeah, every two sips he
0: takes, I may take a sip. You keep filling his cup, right? And... Cup. We're passing
1: the jug back and forth.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, <laughs> you're encouraging him to take another swig. Then, <laughs> right. So you're sitting in a in a in a corner of the deck, right, among some some line and and uh, barrels, and sharing the, the bottle. And he is uh, he's uh, kind of um, absent-mindedly uh, kind of shining his uh, his dagger with his with a dirty rag and some spittle, and I guess with some rum. <laughs> says hi yeah um um well i i mean there's there's what i've told you and and uh and it's it's a rough place which is uh, which just perhaps why it's so good to have uh people like uh like the order on your on your side you know they have their little caches and hideouts uh having some information having some contact who can tell you where where the next little stash of um clean bandages and other good stuff can be found it can really make the the difference between life and death. You have no clue. I, I lost uh, five friends last time I was down there to, to the cannibals. Damn near ate me too. Oh, so there there
1: are people living down there.
0: Oh yes. Well, I wouldn't necessarily call them people. They're t- twisted, loathsome, and their eyes glow like uh, like uh, embers in the darkness. They're probably cursed by the gods, or, uh, by by God or something. I I have to remember. <laughs> it's a mainly Monotheistic culture.
1: <laughs> Where we're landing? Do you know if there's any around there or not?
0: No, I don't think so. There, but you never know. They have war parties uh, crawling all over the, the continent. But again, like I said, it's it pays to have friends in the order. Uh, last time, at least, we had some forewarning. Uh, to, uh, they're a very secretive bunch. Not like uh, not like your witch's lot.
1: I haven't. I mean, she she's only done. Uh... I think she's done a spell, but I don't remember.
0: She could have used magic when, when um, I mean, prior to us playing.
1: <laughs> I see. use a few spells. She's got one that will
0: scare the britches off of you. No doubt, they are frightful people.
1: Besides the cannibals, there are other
0: critter- creatures. Obviously, there are all kinds of native uh, animals and the insects I told you about, and the ones that crawl under underneath you and and such
1: i mean we'd we'll be better, better off like climbing putting hammocks up in the trees or something or that just simply just given another way to climb across between trees
0: whatever the case it's always better to be off the ground uh, Be get a hammock or a, or a branch and these cannibals they they're
1: just just after you know tap my arm you know after after flesh not anything else
0: you know i i never really stopped to inquire it's a hell of a thing being chased by a, a war party firing arrows at you that they probably pissed and shat on, and and ugh.
1: They make arrows? I mean, are they proper arrows or just pointy sticks with feathers?
0: Well, to be fair, I haven't studied them too closely either, but they're uh, they're the old stuff, you know. He mumbles on a bit, but the the one real thing that's that's really maybe I don't know how how clued in wilderness specifically which is so john the player is aware jim has now mentioned that he has been in contact with and worked with a different sorceress organization
1: oh that's right he said he worked with the order thank you i I did notice it but i didn't notice it Mm. just so we're clear
0: maybe wilton is like oh obviously there are multiple orders no no yeah and the and
1: the order is from the dominion rather yeah, that's right cuz we we heard about them from the
0: he hasn't said anything about their provenance or who they are about he's only said that they're not like um the ilk that uh, your witch is uh associated with so clearly he you knows something there
1: ah, so before he passes out i may you know may ask him so what what were you looking for with this other
0: group uh usual um, tre- treasure and uh, old sights. Uh, a lot of old, I don't know what you call them. They're, they're um, ghost sights or ghost wave. Uh, he sort of waves his hands around in the air as if to like maybe suggest, or, or maybe he does like a, he spreads his fingers a bit. Like he holds his, his hand out as if he's supposed to, as if he's trying to point with his entire hand, right? But then he spreads his fingers a bit and he like jabs it back and forth as if to suggest like there's some sort of spears or <laughs> like rays maybe I who knows yeah
1: we probably would have to ask her ladyship about that strange 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 people
0: pay well I
1: pay well I think I pumped him enough at this point for some decent information pass on pass on to her ladyship because I want to impress her
0: with my knowledge. <laughs> Now, do, you do, do you do it in the same evening, or or do you want to wait?
1: After he passes out, I'll, you know, leave him with the jug and sort of stagger over and see if her ladyship is up.
0: I don't think you're that drunk. You
1: succeeded pretty well. Knock, knock. Your ladyship? You no know, visitors
3: at this hour.
1: Lean against the door, and I'll try, at least, can't whisper, but I'll try make sure it isn't heard much farther than the, through the door. I had a talk with Jim. This order... They were down here, too, on the on the Southern Continent. They were looking for ghost sites? Order. Not societies, Not academia. Order. Yeah. They were looking for ghost sites and stuff. But I think they were looking, you know, he said ghost sites. I don't know if that's what it really is, but something to do with ghosts, spirits, whatever. There's going to be plenty of those, I'm sure. Oh, and there's cannibals down there. But so he not, said. But they're not mindless. They can make bows and arrows. I wouldn't
3: imagine them to be mindless. You've got to find a war. You've got to be able to think about it, sure. Yeah, but they eat people. They don't worship the Allmaker. I'm sure that uh, they may have some deep religious
1: reason to do so. Wilton is like leaning up against the door. Well,. We we probably need to figure out some way to stay off the ground because he says the the in, the bugs down there like to crawl underneath you. And he talked about the flying ones too. But they don't go very high. Maybe we have to go up in the trees. Maybe we'll find the. Yeah, maybe we'll find uh, something interesting down there. Hopefully, we'll find the thing you're looking for. Certainly. Anyway, you have a good night, ma'am. Yes. Thank you, Wilton. Go get some sleep. And just leans against the door for a little while longer. That will be all,
0: Wilton. Uh,
1: maybe go back for that jug.
0: Anything else anyone want to do on the boat before you um, reach shore?
1: Uh, I did uh, come up with
2: another belief that yeah, we can do. Um, I will talk to the crew members that went ashore at uh, Dry Rum Anchorage to see if they heard anything about the Empire guy who is after me they went out and there might have been some word going around amongst the, the taverns and such
0: um okay um i think you were in dry rum for yeah i mean you were you were there a few hours certainly possible how how do you go about it do just do you just pass along the crew as they're doing their job and
2: Yeah, you know check in and you went uh, ashore, dry rum. Where'd you Where'd you go? You know, did you hear anything about the? Do we note down his name? Did we get a name?
0: Uh, I think a majority of them, first and foremost, weren't ashore or weren't ashore very long. There are a few people, like Lefty Lasage and um, uh, a couple of others, who went in to supplement some stores, fresh water, for instance. And I think you find them. You find Lefty and um, another guy. Let's call him Bert. Bert the pirate. And Bert is like a uh, skinny, reedy. He would be the guy with the the wooden eye from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, right? And they're sort of conferring over uh, something they're moving and they kind of quiet down when you show up. They nod at you.
2: Hey, lefty Bert. prowling. So you guys went uh, ashore and out on uh, when we were in back at Drive Round from Anchorage?
0: Yeah, we did. We uh, took care of that uh, Little supply problem that we've been having, didn't we? Didn't we, Bert? Yeah, you know, Bert kind of nervous, gigg- nervous giggle, giggle, giggles nervously about that, and, like nods.
2: Anything unusual happen while you were ashore there? Anybody talking about the ship or any of its passengers?
0: Well, you know, when we picked up some of the supplies, yeah, we had uh, a couple of the couple of the merchants were uh, curious uh, what vessel we were part of. We didn't tell them, of course not idiots but um some of them seemed curious and um there was that guy the there was a port uh some sort of port authority uh, clerk what what did he say bert ah uh, uh he he said uh uh he said he wanted to uh, he wanted to know uh about your tats and um lefty's like oh yeah yeah uh uh, I, I was a little careless with some some of the wrappings and he he has some sort of sort of like uh you know pirate uh, marking tattoo right showing that he's a you know convicted uh, <laughs> mis evil doer or whatever right <laughs> so he he uh kind of wraps that up again in front of you uh slipped a bit uh he was very curt though sorry call I recall. I, did, I think he just uh he just remarked that he uh, that was a curious tattoo he gave us a look, and he wrote something down, I think, and then he uh, he left for um, who knows. That was it, really. We we took care of the um, the rest of the supplies, got him to the ship.
2: I didn't see any uh, Imperials getting nosy.
0: Well, maybe he was. I don't know. Um, let's do a falsehood versus test. You versus Lefty.
2: Okay.
0: Obstacle is two. Lefty rolled a two or two successes. Hi. Ha ha since he is technically defending in this versus test. you're trying to ferret things out, and he's trying to obfuscate.
2: And get two sixes.
0: Yeah, you have two sixes. See?
2: <laughs> I only got two if I'd gotten three. <laughs>
0: then maybe. I guess the devil likes Wilton a little more. <laughs>
2: Damn devil's pet.
0: <laughs> oh, there yeah, we go. That's, that's enough. Yeah, um... This this doesn't seem like a likely story to you and the way Lefty is like, No, no, totally not. Nothing happened. Does, it does not sound right to you. He's lying about this thing. But you don't get the sense that you're gonna be able to like pressure Lefty about it. You may be able to pressure Bert.
2: That was yeah, that was my plan. I, I, yeah. uh, I'd go Ah, uh, Bert, I can I need your help uh down the hole the uh, come give me a hand with that uh some my cargo it needs uh Shifting.
0: Uh, oh, but I'm I'm shifting this here with the with the, with Lefty. Uh, it's pretty. Uh, the, it's almost, almost done. He, he can handle it. Yeah, it's fine. Just don't take too long. I, I won't. Okay, and comes with you. He's <laughs> like scratching the back of his neck and like looking behind him at Lefty. Like ah, crap.
2: <laughs> and when we uh, get down below decks, give him the the sterner look. All right, Bert. What really happened?
0: What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean, Crowley?
2: Well, I know Lefty was lying, and you were there, so you know Lefty was lying.
0: Ah, uh, uh He looks really uncomfortable, like he's stuck in an awful position, of <laughs> like being horribly beaten up by Lefty, or being maybe thrown overboard for mutiny, or or you know for for conspiracy against uh, you know whoever. And I said, I saw it. Uh yeah, uh yeah, so 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 maybe we didn't run into this guy. Maybe uh m- maybe maybe we were maybe lefty looked for him and we met him and uh and uh, uh he talked about there being some sort of um some sort of price, like some money that could be had, if uh maybe some use uh, were um you know were handed over. Uh it it was going to be all you know, uh, friend friendly like, right? And um, no one was going to get hurt. And we'd get some stacks, we'd get some get some some doubloons, and and uh, and we could sail away. And uh, yeah.
2: Good, you told me that part, because I think otherwise that would have just ate away at you, <laughs> keeping that secret.
0: Look, you you can't you can't tell uh, Lefty. I told you uh, 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 he'd kill me. He'd like drown me in the in in the bilge or something.
2: Don't worry about it. You won't be doing anything like that.
0: Uh, how do I know he won't you won't like t- uh, say anything or or you won't have to worry about lefty and
2: I'm certainly not going to tell him anything. Well, how would that help me?
0: Uh, I don't know like he's, he's scratching himself like uh he's probably more worried that he's gonna let something slip himself right but you no know, as soon as he gets back to lefty left is gonna be like so what did you talk about <laughs> right yeah i mean you can see this in his face like he's he's thinking about like oh shit what am, I gonna, what am i gonna say when i get back you can just uh
2: relax down here for a while it'll be okay
0: for a while uh how long
2: oh don't worry you'll know
0: oh, confounded so he sits down, like in a soggy spot, content to wait it out. So you get the story out of out of um, out of Bert. So I am going to
2: stealthily make my way back up, so I can sneak up on uh, good old Lefty.
0: <laughs> okay, is there an intent here about? And then I'm going
2: to shoot him in the head.
0: Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> I'm a pirate. getting rid of some of our best fighters before we go to (laughs) the dangerous place you do stealth and i do i'm going to do beginner's luck observation for um, lefty Uh, whatever successes you get on your stealthy i'm going to double them for him uh, as an obstacle and um, you can decide if you want to spend arta or not here and if you succeed, you're going to get it going, be in a position to easily take Lefty out without him having an opportunity to to defend himself, right? And if you don't succeed, he's going to see you coming, and it's, it's going to be a mess. Persona. Okay, you decided. I'll roll for his observation. He's got one success. So, <laughs> actually, if you get any successes, he's going to fail, I think. He needs two. Yeah. So... um Tell me how you take out Lefty Lasage as he's busy doing work aboard the ship.
2: So he's probably, yeah, moving some sacks of something and you know, occasionally looking at the ladder down the hole that I went down with Bert. I, of course, went to the other end of the ship, came up, and uh, walking towards him with another sailor in front of me most of the way. Then I get up to him. Oh,
0: is this, like, in the middle of the deck, or is it at a, near one of the gunnels? Do you, like, plop him over the edge, or...? He probably
2: just collapses onto the deck.
0: Okay. Splat. Uh, lefty's uh, head is, is uh, split open all over the deck. A couple of the nearest pirates, you know, they freeze. They're like, okay, something's happening. I would imagine that Wilton is out on deck doing his work, right? So you would be observing this, yeah. What the hell?! In fact, anyone else who wants to be on deck at this particular point, you're free to. And if you aren't on deck, you can certainly hear the report of the pistol.
1: Why'd you do that?
2: Because he's selling this out to Imperials.
1: You got proof?
0: Bert, you can come up now. Okay, so after a little bit, Skinny Bert comes up from the direction you went down. He comes up and he looks around, he sees Lefty, and uh, he gets really nervous. <laughs> He's not he's not relieved that Lefty's dead and can't hurt him. He's more like nervous that you're gonna shoot him too. See
2: Bert, you don't have to worry about Lefty anymore. And you were honest with me, so I have no beef with you.
0: Alright. Uh that's good. Uh yeah, he uh lefty 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 was a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Ah, uh, I I spit on his corpse. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to sell all of us out. And you and me <laughs> oh, <it's> there! <laughs> he's trying to like really lead into. I want to be Crowley's friend.
1: <laughs> uh, at some point, Fat Charlie should be walking up and taking taking stock of things too. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's there, and he's like shaking his head, and he's like, he can't. Uh, he's a little speechless. I'll fetch him up. Right. I guess I'll tell the captain," says Fat Charlie. You tell the
1: captain and look over at Wilton. And said no. Not Wilton. That's me, over at Crowley, <laughs> Maybe you should tell the captain. Sure,
2: when he uh, is uh, conscious.
0: Ah, Fat Charlie's like, um, I, I, no offense, I've I've seen the two of you interacting. I, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think you could keep the gloating out of your tone, and I don't think he could keep his knife out of his boot. So let's not have any more accidental incidental. Bloodshed on the boat, on the ship. <laughs> it was not an accident. <laughs> of course, it was an accident. He accidentally informed, and he was accidentally killed on board. Let's just let's clean up this accident and 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 keep on sailing south. uh Runs his fingers through his greasy hair, and then he goes uh, off to inform the captain, who's still recovering. Is Bonham at all disturbed or or <laughs> concerned with the gunfire on board? Uh, ship yes
3: it broke my concentration in the middle of something very important i give a good oath swear a bit i pile a few more things up in front of the door and wait to hear a second one i'm like okay they can stop making noise and get back to the important
0: things that i'm doing pray tell what are you doing there are two long-term
3: projects that i see that could be helpful here one i'm understand the falcon skin spell very well but i know it's really hard for me to pull off so either i can do a long-term project i guess to get myself ready to cast that spell or i can work
0: on unlocking the power of the realm seems you have a belief about one thing i do well I guess the you could supplement your scouting with the flying though, so that's also belief so I guess. Well the
3: being able to fly was uh what I had in mind when I wrote that first belief. You know, a spell is a spell, but uh, on the other hand, it's like you don't want to walk into the task without having studied, without being able to write a program or whatever it is that they ask you to do. <laughs> So, on the other hand, without without the entity in front of me to test my hypothesis on, I don't know what my results are going to be. But I think I'm going to work on the room. This is going to be probably my only chance of privacy before we make sure. And then, you know, somebody is with me all the time until we get to that place. So it's best to work on that now. So I've got that rune in front of me, and uh, I'm going to try a number of things. I'm going to try inscribing it on paper. I will try inscribing it on an object. I will try um, tracing it in the air, these sorts of things, and seeing if I can find if copying it does anything, if moving my hands in its shape does anything. So... I'm carrying out magical experimentation in my quarters.
2: Nothing could go wrong there.
0: Oh, everything should. I'm inclined to say, considering the resources you have at your disposal, you make very little headway in the, in the unlocking of something. You, you find, to your maybe frustration, that you'll have to find more inscriptions or, or texts, quote-unquote, which includes this symbol to understand the context better or a knowledgeable scribe, right? Somebody who is intimately familiar with this type of uh, old uh, symbolism.
3: So we find an order member and isolate him or kill off all of his his escorts and uh, set him down in the middle of the jungle. (laughs) (laughs) Have you help me with this? Well, um, yeah, I'm I'm going to be looking for more primary sources after we... If you remember the
0: map, the, the map you got, uh, it was probably originally a carving, which was then rubbed and then partially re- reproduced on the silk uh, along with the map outline, right? There's so, stone somewhere. Yeah, which, which means from. it probably came from the south somewhere. So there's a chance that there are going to be... are going to be primary sources. You know, inscriptions, right, where you find this type of uh, writing. Or, or
3: Surely it wouldn't take me the entire voyage to throw my hands up.
0: No, no it wouldn't. Uh, then it's
3: like, okay, well, uh, get ready to, uh, when we get inside land, to be able to cast this spell. So, and this will, I'm sure I'll be handled with uh, forking when we actually get there, that i am preparing a ritual circle and looking at the stars and that sort of thing
0: well it depends on how you want to do it right you could attempt to uh work on on a horoscope right to as and uh, you could use astrology as a linked test there in that fashion right you could also uh unless i forget if school of thought skills if they are prohibited from beginner's luck, um, I don't remember how it is. I know sorcerer skills, you can't beginner's luck. I think school of thought skills should be fine. Uh, same rules as academic skills. I'm going to say for now, I'm going to say yes to that. So um, you could attempt meditation. And if you employ meditation, the skill meditation, for a particular test in the future, then if you, you succeed on your meditation test, you get a, a bonus bonus die, right, toward success. So you could, that's a possibility. I think you're probably in a better position given your skill set to do astrology, right? But it's up to you if you want to risk beginner's luck meditation or, or do astrology.
3: Exactly, the meditation sounds like a really good, good thing to do. So what succeeding at meditation gives me another die,
0: Right, so using meditation, a character may center before making taking a test for another skill. This is a linked skill test. When centering for a versus test or detailed conflict, make a, okay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if meditation wins, the character earns a plus 1D advantage. So you get an advantage die as a result. It's a, like a linked test, but if you fail, you don't subtract.
3: Which is what could happen with astrology.
0: Yes. On the other hand, meditation is not a skill you have, I assume. So you would have to begin to look it, which may means double obstacle penalty, so a higher risk of not succeeding.
3: I think meditation, although I do not have any training in that skill, uh, sounds thematically like what I was really looking for. All right. That it's about um, trying to tap into how I feel like the currents of mana are around me and see you if I can calm myself and draw that into myself, so that when I step out on the castle out in front of the shore, I'll be able to sprout feathers and fly.
0: Let me let me see what obstacle we're dealing with first before you truly well and truly decide. Uh, before my commitment, I think you it would be an obstacle three. Uh, I could give you an advantage die for having plenty of time. You you have a good amount of time to to on the voyage to get yourself into a mindset for preparation. But the base obstacle is three, meaning the final obstacle would be six, right? And you're going to be using your will stat to roll, which is four. four. So it is a risk, right? You can always spend arta again, fate or or persona or both, depending on how important you find this. Uh, if you were dealing with Let's see, if you were dealing with astrology, we just look at that real quick. You know what? I like the thematic stuff, and you can always fork astrology in later with your sorcery. So I don't think the obstacle will be significantly lower anyway.
3: So I'm four against six. See, so I spend a persona, and I'm five against.
0: Uh, you get a, an advantage die for having time.
3: Oh, that's right. So I'm five already, so it'd be six, six to match. And hoping that I get, hoping that I get sixes, which I'm having to count on anyway. Yeah, I was I was thinking real hard about saving Arta for the sorcery test itself because I'm I'm three against yeah three against four there.
0: Sorcery though is open ended by default. So if you roll any sixes, you keep rolling them.
3: Right. So there's no no using fate there. Uh, this has all been living dangerously. Let's uh let's go ahead and. Welcome to the Bernie wheel. <laughs> I'll go ahead
0: and persona this. Okay. I guess that gets me six against six. You have two sixes, and which means two successes, and you have two chances to get more successes, right?
3: Okay. So let's fate that and hope that they explode another time. They
0: don't. So despite your time and best efforts, it is difficult, perhaps, to center yourself on this ship of.
3: It cranks,
0: It shakes.
3: It rocks up and down. People fire guns on it.
0: <laughs> Not guns. Guns are the cannon. There's a friendly sailor knocking on your door every once in a while, going. <laughs> Hello, you never come out, <laughs> Miss Bonham. Are you eating?
3: <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a thing that I've read about. And I figured I'd. Try it, I'm not terribly practiced in it, and uh I feel no closer to a state of uh enlightenment detachment from <laughs> worldliness, but maybe you know after this expedition is done, I should go off to the appropriate monastery or whatever and uh see if I can't get a little better at this and is that is is failure the only consequence here or is like a as i was setting stuff up, I'm like, "Is there another
0: concept?" Uh, no, no. I'm going to ask you how uh, your attempts at at finding this equilibrium that you need to have an edge in in your plans moving forward affects you or your mood and your behavior toward the other crew members, right? In what way does Susan become crabby or or difficult to deal with or?
3: So I sit there and I'm trying to. Uh reach this trance state, and I go down, and I go down another layer, and then the crawler is there. I kind of feel this uh, this other presence, this other mind. Of course, that's gonna, that makes me afraid. I feel I'm getting more and more cornered in my own body, and being afraid like this, I'll jump at every shadow, and I'll lash out for trivial things and maybe they'll see or feel that flash of power and was like, okay, is the witch about to open up something on my ass right now? I don't know if I actually try to cast the fear. I may cast the fear once if it's appropriate, but uh yeah, I'm going to be manifesting paranoia and, and jumpiness the more i feel this uh this presence of the crawler
0: perfect the, this behavior may go a little past some of the crew members but i doubt it's going to go over the head of wilton he's going to notice certainly all all that uh focus he's putting into you <laughs> so that's going to be interesting but um we're going to leave most of that for for uh to the va- vague mists of the of the voyage and we're going to jump to going ashore so shore party time when you uh go ashore uh with your shore party minus the captain who is still feeling very weak from his um fall yeah you and some of the crew the three of you and some of the crew we can maybe see susan's maybe nervousness i I don't know if crowley is particularly confident now that you've eliminated, like, a major threat or something. But there's a little, we can see uh, uh, the results of the voyage, right, like, in, in the behavior of the crew as you, as you step out of, the, out of the boat onto the shore.
2: Or way over to other and see if there's any, anything we can determine for who this is and where they went.
0: Okay. A cursory ex- uh, inspection of the boats will show you that uh, they've been here a while. And by a while, I mean you're all well, most of you are sailing folk, right, so you can probably tell that um these have not been in the water in use for probably at least a month, um maybe longer there's There's a lot of disturbed sand around them, but not in recent in recent weeks, right, so there's been activity here. But uh, it hasn't been disturbed for by people, at least, uh, in the last weeks.
1: I wouldn't lift one of those up because, you know, that's a nice dark spot to hide from other things.
0: <laughs> Jim is with you, and he's kind of scanning the jungle wood, wood line, if you call it, can call it that. Uh, who else do you have? Like, who, who's the c- core critical group that you want to have with you? Well,
1: I think we probably want the folks who we usually use for a boarding
0: party. All right, <laughs> the red bandana group, <laughs> the red, the red sashes. <laughs> okay, so you and the red sashes, four or five. Uh, a handy, a handy group. But not so large that it's going to be a bother to move around if you want to scout ahead. Okay. Well, Bonham, this would be your shot if you wanted to attempt your pre-scouting scout.
3: Advise <laughs> you all to. Uh... Gain
0: high ground as fast as you can,
3: and I go into the ritual to cast Falcon Skin. Twelve actions, up four. So maybe I should say cover me
0: in case the insects go, because I don't know how long twelve actions. You is. don't hear any insects. You don't see any major like critters. Like it's pretty calm on the beach. You may maybe see some crabs, right?
1: Uh, would it be possible for uh, uh, the away team? to get as many pistols as possible from the crew. So we don't just have one. We may have two or three. You might have two each, something like that. Yeah, I got at least one pistol out covering the tree line. So let's talk about
3: forking. I'm a three against an obstacle of four. Good candidates are astrology. Does anybody else have
0: good ideas? Uh, you could attempt to work carefully. Uh, Working carefully increases the time for a test by half, but it grants a one-die advantage. Now, included in in the caveat for this test is that if you don't succeed at the test, it means that whatever time you had to do this runs out, right? So I'm kind of obliged by the rules to bring a complication, a time-oriented complication. So that might mean something pops up or maybe your crawler thing gets worse or...
3: Yeah, it's that uh, it's that time element thing that kind of makes me nervous.
1: Yeah, it's up to you. Yeah, they do say you can fork in symbology, and yeah, I think you have that, don't you?
0: Yeah. You're gonna have to tell me how, though. Make me a case for how you are using your symbology knowledge in this um, in this act of physical. It was
3: gonna be easier, like on the forecastle deck of the ship, to. Make a circle and to draw precise runes around the perimeter that would help focus the energy and uh that sort of thing. And I'm on the sand, that I, so I don't know if I could make the symbols quite as precisely written as would otherwise be needed.
0: This, this to me, feels more like a linked test, right? You are, you know, you either mess up the circle and it isn't effective or, or you succeed uh, and it's sufficient and it does help you. For making something that will help you out, I think the obstacle would be three, symbology. That's not bad. I'm sure that a complication will
3: probably happen because this is the wheel. <laughs> symbology is going to be uh, just going to go straight. Wow, I am impressed at these white sands and how nice they are to work with.
0: <laughs> okay, fantastic. You get your intent. You draw your the symbols associated with, um, I guess, the, the spell, your tradition of learning the spell, right? Yeah. In the sand about you, and uh, you get that extra die.
3: That's the symbology. So modifiers are at one right now. But if I fork astrology, and will be two. Or did I need to uh, link that earlier?
0: No, uh, astrology is a, a fair fork. Okay. Technically, I, th- I think if you're gonna, if we were playing uh, the burning wheel by like totally rules as written, it should technically be a different character doing the linked uh, thing. But I've always found it a little. You know, why? Why bother with restricting that? The falcon skin is just like an ob-4. It's not a 4-up spell, right? Right. It is
3: It is straight 4. There's no plus. What? Turning this into 6
0: makes 6 versus 4 a... Uh, you're not spending any Arta?
3: I am, I am in the middle of considering uh, the time problem and the Arta. Okay, so I'm at 3. The symbology and the astrology gets me to 5. So this is a difficult test. If I let it stand as it is, it becomes a routine test if I push it any
0: further. If you were to say work carefully, yes.
3: Sorcery needs... Routine. Three routines to go. So, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, take the time. Okay. We might as well bring more fun and excitement into the game. Okay. And I'll, I'll keep my persona. Okay, it's three versus four, two sixes. So, um,
0: spend a fate. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Star three is open-ended by default, so. It is open-ended by default, that's right. Roll 26. So, one, one. You could spend a fate to re-roll a traitor.
2: That's because it's open-ended, you get that option
0: Yes. If this is a belief,
3: and I really want it. So I'm down to five fate <laughs>
0: to re-roll a trainer? Single one, yes. Oh. The devil's
2: abandoned him.
0: Satan is not, is not Susan's friend. <laughs> it's probably because Susan isn't a real pirate. Hmm. She's just a witch. Oh and, oh, and her intent for the power is to use it for good. That's probably why Satan isn't happy. Mm. Ah, yeah, that's probably it. So, I'm happy, though. And, I mean, in this game, I kind of am Satan. So, <laughs> it's all good.
3: Can we talk about
0: succeeding <laughs> at a cost? I don't really think that's the thing. Mm. <laughs> First of all, we're going to consider tax. So, uh, Mutz resists tax put upon his body by the power he has invoked. I forget if you're supposed to do tax if you fail. I think we probably should either way. I don't remember. Been a while since we used. I've used this system particularly, in particular. So I want you to test Fort at the same obstacle as the spell.
3: By the way, do I still mark down a routine, or is that only if
0: I? Absolutely. You still, you still went for it. Still go. All right. And now it's Fort. Face on Four. Same as the spell. (laughs) <laughs> Susan has it well in hand. This is when the devil comes in and helps you <laughs> all successes that's pretty cool. Add two sixes that's, that's typical. You get it on the on the tax test so though the power flows through you, it does not tax you. You do not swoon from this uh experience and uh uh roll one d six for me. please roll a two
3: there's your
1: one. Oh,
0: ho, 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 this is this is fantastic! Is this
3: better than two?
0: I'm so happy.
1: When the GM's happy, we're all unhappy.
0: Yeah, roll two d6. Satan is very happy. Roll two d6. One and five. Oh, <laughs> and I suppose that this one's the one that needed to be allowed. Oh, this is fantastic! You, you, you're standing there. You're channeling all this power, right? And. You feel that it's it's kind of being diverted and kind of sucked out of you, right? Your intent is being stolen, right? Your your power is being stolen for something else. And out of the sand shoots a corpse, as if he he this corpse had just like had been lay, laying flat on a board underneath the sand and just like sprung up, like boing. boing. And uh this, this kind of half corporeal corpse, see-through corpse shakes itself and goes uh! 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 Jim, you son of a bitch. And Jim goes, Why does he sheet? Friend of yours <laughs> like Mother of God <laughs> Like he falls back he starts crawling backwards toward the shore and this corpse starts stalking toward him like you bastard you left me for the fucking cannibals you shit that's what's going on here and and all of you all of you you're witnessing a supernatural occurrence here so we're gonna do steel tests see how you all react yeah okay so you're gonna make a a regular steel test at uh, plus four obstacles
2: Hesitation plus
0: four. Hesitation plus four, yes.
1: What's my hesitation? Six, so ten?
0: This is including Susan. Poor Susan. Oh, wow, look at all those sixes I got. And yes, uh, steel is open-ended by default, so keep that in mind. So I got three sixes.
2: As per usual, yeah.
0: And this mostly just
3: affects how long we're freaking out.
0: If you don't succeed, you will have to choose a uh, response. Uh, the difference dictates how many actions, uh, how many moments you spend doing that. So it seems like it's four actions for Crowley, six actions for Susan, three actions for
1: Wilton. Uh, My steal's
3: five. Okay. Should I roll it or just roll a one?
0: Roll a single die, uh, extra. Okay, success. So then it's five versus it's five actions. So for five actions. You have to choose, Susan, to stand and drool, fall prone and beg for mercy, run screaming, or swoon. Well, given the amount of uh, power that just went through me
3: and was perverted to create this thing, I'm going to go with swoon.
0: Okay. the player may have his character pitched backwards in a swoon. The character is dazed and utterly unaware of his surroundings while in a swoon. Player, players who opt to have a character swoon may choose how? and when their character is roused. The character hesitates for at least as many heartbeats as the margin of failure, uh, and for as long as the player wants after that. So up to you when you want to quicken after this, so long as it's at least, you know, four or five heartbeats, that's what we said.
1: I'll opt for stand and drool for three actions.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: wah, wah,
0: wah? And uh, Crowley?
2: Stand and drool. Hopefully somewhere unobtrusive where the undead will not notice me.
0: That is your instinct, so yeah. you're always watching your back too so (laughs) so let's see you uh crowley you were for is it four actions yes Crowley, four you three and uh, four for um for bottom okay the red sashes are pretty much all of them running and screaming
1: into the tree line yeah
0: yeah they they drop whatever they're holding and just book it like, you know, they're also screaming, Mother of God, like running. And you uh, watch for three heartbeats, Crowley and, and Wilton, as this this semi-transparent corpse ghost thing uh, stalks over to uh, Jim and begins to uh, strangle him. And that's when Wilton snaps out of his hesitation.
1: As he comes up by fire. That's my instinct. Um, Shoot first and ask questions later.
0: I think you you would be probably at least be able to disperse this uh, this, enough that Wilton would know, right? But technically, I shouldn't tell you any of these things. You shoot. (laughs) You fire. I'm at close range. What's my ob? Since they're more or less still one, but since uh, he's kind of wrestling with Jim, too. Uh, I'll
1: take this straight up. It is a six, and I got one fate. So, you know what? There goes that fate. I hit him.
0: Haha. Okay. Roll a die of fate to see. Whew. Okay. You see your bullet whizz through, blow through the center mass of this shape. There's some ghostly goop and uh, some dust, sand that goes flying, obviously, from the hit. But the vengeful dead does not seem deterred, continues to strangle uh jim in the sand next moment crowley comes to his senses what do you do
2: i think i would probably just shoot it too because i he shot i'll shoot it
0: (laughs) go for it same same uh obstacle
2: no six on me
0: (laughs) oh no six yeah i think you hit jim unfortunately roll uh roll a um die of fate yeah, bad at this. <laughs> yeah, you shoot Jim right in the in the faceplate, right in the face. Jim is so totally dead that it's it's not even funny. The, the, this does not escape the ghost, the Vengeful Dead. The Vengeful Dead swirls around and and looks for whoever shot, and he sees two people standing there with smoking pistols, and he he roars, "He was mine to kill." Ah, and then he starts stalking for you guys. <laughs> what you do? Uh,
1: sword comes out.
0: I go, hey, just helping, just helping. You attacking one of our crew? So we're getting two different
1: messages here.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's very garbled. He's totally enraged. He's coming for you. <laughs> well, I got my sword out. Step forward. and I got start swinging. So you start swinging while while Crowley is attempting to reason with him. <laughs>
2: attempting to lie to it that uh, I'm on his side and
0: uh, we don't want him to betray
2: us as well.
0: <laughs> as, as you're rushing forward there, Wilton <laughs> Crowley, give me a falsehood obstacle six. So it's a, yeah, it's a challenging, should be.
2: No, It is a six, but I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> it's just the one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah um, you don't get the sense that he believes you. Um, in fact, he roars liar at you. <laughs> is he
1: triggering on on the person lying to him, or the person advancing with a sword?
0: Well, you're in his way now. He is technically heading for for the liar, <laughs> but
2: I am happy to put Wilton between me and the and the
1: ghost.
0: Of course, you're always trying to find somewhere on to stand, right? Yes. Like behind Wilton. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I'm swinging at him. What is your intent here, Wilton, when the the vengeful dead is coming for probably, well, you and your primarily your, your friend here?
1: It's to, you know, stop him. I mean, I'm just going to swing through him and try to chop him up.
0: Stop him. That's yeah, stop him, that's... more or less. Yeah. And you want to use sword for that and you want to chop him up as, as a task with your sword. Okay, well, let's do his brawling versus your Sword then.
1: So roll first so I know what I need to roll against.
0: Uh would you like to spend Arta um, or uh, I got I got at
1: least an extra person I can spend, so I'll probably
0: spend it. Okay. Do you want to fork anything in? Sword play Oh I can fork in brawling. Yes you can. And one Arta. Okay. So here's the vengeful dead. He gets A success. <laughs> That's fantastic. You have a six, and I would recommend that you... Um, no
1: fate, I have no fate to spend on it. it.
0: Okay. Hold on, but this is four over the obstacle, and what is your add for, for the sword?
1: Power is three, my add is two.
0: Well, that means that you land a superb hit. What, does the, what is the damage uh, B rating for the Ten. 10. 10, okay. Double check here. Yeah, so so you you come into like this close uh, wrestle and you you smack him with the he tries to get at you and and wrestle you but you know you keep smacking him in the face probably with the um, the cutlass and then you chop down and uh, he kind of steps away a bit but you manage to like more or less chop off one of his legs uh, and he got, he falls down into the into the dirt spurting ghost ooze all over the sand like, kind of smoking weirdly, and he's screaming in rage. <laughs> but you have certainly stopped him.
1: Your vengeance is done. Go rest. You must up me, you thieves! You thieves! I leg! Like...
0: Chop, 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 chop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you keep, oh, you continue. Okay, all right. Uh, bottom, you can pretty much, like, come to any time you want, right?
3: Okay, so I do probably sit up while he's, uh, Doing some hacking on the thing. Well. That spares me the trouble of figuring out how to
0: unsummon it. Right, so in between the shops, there's there's this vengeful dead going, Oh curse you, I cra as you're chopping him in half and so forth, and he ends up turning into a bunch of ghost goop, smoky ghost goop at in the end.
2: I assume you weren't trying to do that.
3: No.
0: I was trying to fly.
3: <laughs> Well, you didn't succeed. No, I didn't. And I think that we have to
0: return to plan A. Wait, is Jim in evidence? The guide, unfortunately, was shot in the head. <laughs> Fatally shot in the head uh, by an unknown bullet. And uh,
3: he's to very- wear another oath? Even worse than what I did in my cabinet? To shot
1: on the boat? Either we get back on the boats and we run. We get to high ground now. Well, I'm running over and grabbing all the pistols. The red the red sashes dropped.
3: I double I double check my uh, I've double checked my magic book that I carry on in my head and decided I really wish that I had rolled a two on that die of fate. Also,
0: yeah, that would have lo- been lovely.
3: <laughs> because that looks like a really interesting yeah I'll roll to see what the effect is on this. Uh, really complicated wheel
0: It <laughs> could be something very very different like giving everything in a six mile radius uh b6 wound
2: <laughs> so we gather up some of the stuff that they dropped and uh <laughs> where, where are
1: we running high ground if i remember map correctly that away of course you i have no map skills so well look in
3: front of us there's a hillside I presume from what was described when we were on our way here. Like, if you get up in the hills, then the insects typically don't come off that topic. And failing that, uh, I suppose we get in the tops of trees and hope that that buys
1: us time. I sort of stop and listen. Do I hear screams from the jungle of the red sashes meeting their fates?
0: No, a few of them are, are kind of tentatively stepping back but they see you running toward them so they're not they're not running toward you
1: to the high ground to the high ground
0: all right they're heading up and ahead of you you end up joining joining back and they're you know you can hear them uh muttering to themselves like uh, this place is cursed uh, uh, cursed ground cursed earth Well, if you don't want to be a bugs dinner we'll keep running yeah they soldier on no problem so you're heading for higher ground so once you get into the forest, it gets significantly darker the The canopy is pretty thick. It's pretty open though, down below uh, and open and airy. and you can hear all kinds of critters in the distance, monkeys screeching, the buzzing of insects. You don't see many insects, though. The few you can see are maybe larger than normal, but they're not they're not massive. They're not like fly in and eat your head off. Huge. But you make your way through the jungle um through the the what scant underbrush there is and uh up to a little bit of an elevation the nearest elevation you can find uh you can spy out over the land and back toward the the ship and the beach takes 40 minutes perhaps through the the jungle area and then maybe another 20 20 30 minutes uh, ascent to get to the place where you want to have like a, a decent viewpoint by that time the the men have kind of calmed a little it's still a scary place, but it's it's behind them now. They've significantly distanced themselves to to kind of level out a bit in in the <laughs> stress department. So they're all they're huffing a bit and they're kind of looking to you like, "Okay, now what?"
3: We've got a spyglass, chimney up a tree and take a look around.
1: Well, I, I, we're on high ground, so you, are there trees up here or That's a good point. Uh, maybe
0: a few, but you could see pretty far. Uh, okay, good. You're above the the general forest woodland. Uh, All right. We wanted an open hill location anyway, so yeah.
3: Yeah. So let's uh take a look through the spyglass and orienteer with what we've got on our map and see if anything stands out.
0: Okay. Without trying to look for anything in particular, uh, you pretty soon uh, notice that further inland there is a, farther inland there is a um. Kind of an open area, a small open area that seems to be seems to be in have been a jungle area that has been cleared, and you see the tops of tents. Looks like it might be some sort of work camp.
3: See tents, maybe a previous expedition, maybe a more permanent attempt to set
1: up a, a base. Any smoke from fires?
0: Uh, yeah, I think
1: so. I think you'd see that uh- too. Okay, oh, then that means it's currently occupied, or...? So, I would say they're more likely to be northerners, quote-unquote,
3: like us.
1: Or organized, they have tents. Right.
0: Yeah, the boats you saw on the beach were certainly uh, various uh, various makes of um, your your northern nations. So I can tell you. Do you guys pass the spyglass around so more than one person can see? Sure then anyone who's ever been in any kind of um, organized uh, military, navy situation, you'll be able to notice that, okay, this does not look like a military camp. So it looks a little too disorganized from the layout of the tents.
1: I was a Marine, so I'm looking at it and going, there's no perimeter. It's more like uh, pitch a tent here, pinch a tent there. Ah, would be treasure hunts. I'm surprised they lasted this long.
3: Those are their boats down there
2: and we have to get there first.
3: Yeah, we do. So now we're specifically looking for perhaps a safe way to pass unseen
1: as we stand on top of a hill in plain sight of everything. Well, no perimeter, no guards. Actually, can we follow the hills deeper in toward where our target?
0: Uh they're not uh, all on unforested, but you could I mean you could try to keep this elevation and, and move toward where you think the the locations particular is. It's
2: like the be- best path.
0: Yeah. Alright. How about that orienteering test that you've been waiting to to make?
1: <laughs> not me. I'm following whoever is whoever has that orienteering skill. I can't all help with map wise.
3: It's not map wise. I've got navigation and sense of direction.
0: Land based orienteering I don't have. So it's time to beginners like this.
2: So then we can't help if it's being
0: learned? Uh, If you are all learning orienteering, then you can all help, right? Because then it's all a stat test. Then we're all
2: learning orienteering.
0: Fantastic. (laughs) Then one rolls and the other helps. (laughs) Others help. What's orienteering based on? Uh, It is based on perception. Base obstacle is going to be three. All right. So
3: because of my perception, I'm
0: starting at five dice.
3: Uh, Is forking allowed on this? It
0: is not allowed. But helping is.
3: Okay, how about those helps?
0: So, one die from each of the uh, the other pirates. Arta.
3: Uh, well, we're seven against
0: six, right? Yeah. So, if you succeed, you are going to get there no problem. If you don't succeed, you're going to run into some complication along the way. Uh,
3: it's almost assumed out here.
0: I got one six.
3: I do have faint. yeah. And we'll see if we roll six, six, six. I didn't. No. Okay.
0: Interesting. All right. So you begin to make your way along the hill sides. Ere long, you come into some areas that are very thick, thickly grown, uh, full of underbrush, and it. There's this smell here that is kind of. You can't place it. It's sort of in between some sort of furry animal and a, and a noxious insect and it it gives you all like kind of like the willies like you don't really want to go that way so you're kind of forced to go either up into the mount into the hill mountains and that would take you away from your target or down into the forest into the jungle um so you're kind of forced to take the jungle path if you're going to continue toward your goal so most of the journey is pretty uneventful you see some bright colored birds, you see some weird colored multicolored bats um, hanging, you think they're bats anyway, hanging from some branches somewhere. The deeper into the woods you get, the more weird flora you see. If you think about all the like exotic weird flora we have here on earth in tropical regions where, you know, some plants are called like dead man's hand and, and they smell awful. You know, they have flowers that look like a skull or something, Right. All those things are present here in exaggerated form.
1: Yeah, and don't forget, insects, that also look like leaves and sticks. Sure.
0: Yeah, so half, half of the place is moving. <laughs> <laughs> you come to a place where you, you're pretty sure you're close to where you're supposed to be. You think you're starting to see some sort of clearing up ahead through the, the vegetation. Uh, and then you realize that some of the movement around you is pretty bigger than normal you notice that there's about half a dozen medium dog-sized ants crawling around in front of you between you and where you want to go. And they seem they seem kind of passive at first. Don't but then disturb one them. Of them. Yeah, one of them seems to be, be like taking note of you with its feelers. And then it sort of it, it shifts its head around and the feelers go up and they're sort of moving around and, and t- two of them move off in a direction. And you can hear in an opposite direction. You can hear how the the underbrush and the vegetation is like breaking. Like there's something big coming your way. Yeah,
2: that's, that's why I run the other way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> run to that clearing. We think we see, and it's not a giant ant mound. We hope they're in. Be-
0: so the the smaller ants are be- in between you and the the clearing you think you see. So you can either run back or or in further into the jungle or.
3: Up at three and try to swing to the next three. Well, oh, try to step over them?
0: Yeah, you can you can try to if you want to, if you want to be in among them. That's totally cool. Well when you phrase it that way. Uh do you just run, Wilton, or um uh, well no, I'm just waiting to see what you know what do we do? That's what most of them are doing, and clearly clearly Crowley is running in the opposite direction.
1: You said they some
2: of them went off and we hear something bigger movement coming.
0: From a different direction, yes.
2: Different direction, oh. Yes,
0: not from the clearing ahead, uh, not from the direction where the smaller ants are or went. It's it's more kind of actually toward the uh, the hillside.
2: Not the direction we want to go. No. Then let's try to move real quickly in the direction we were going.
0: Okay, so that means you're going to be in among the smaller ants. That's okay? Yeah. Now, when you say dog size... Medium dog size, so think... Uh, uh, Will be a typical thing like a Portuguese or a, a German Shepherd size. Yeah, try to
2: move between them without being yeah, detected by them.
0: Okay, All right. So, uh, do you scream anything to the other pirates? Or uh, yeah, I would say, <laughs> try to stay away from them. Okay, so you run, 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 run. Uh, okay, so you see now suddenly out of the vegetation, the greenery. This giant freaking, this would be like the size of a Volkswagen Beetle warrior ant is coming out of the woods, uh, just full tilt going for any one of you, right? And probably grabs one of the slowest pirates, one of the slowest red sashes, grabs him by the middle, (laughs) flips him around a bit, like there's a snap, he's gone. Uh, I don't know how how religious you are about looking behind you. (laughs) But not really just about not
3: looking back.
0: <laughs> so let's do a versus speed test here. See if you can make it uh, enough away that you can maybe find some shelter from this thing. Okay, so your speed. And I'm, I'm totally willing to offer you advantage dice if you're willing to position yourselves in a way that uh, the poor red sashes are probably going to be sacrificed before you are. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> However, I will put myself between the ants and
0: her ladyship. I see. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll see how the ladyship rolls then.
2: Consequences of this for failure is death, or what's the? uh
0: The consequences? You're going to be in a, you're going to be in a, in an awful, unpleasant fight with uh, a giant, unpleasant warrior ant-looking thing. So it's going to roll a heap ton of dice. I'm sorry to say. That doesn't mean it's going to roll well. <laughs> oh, there's that. Yes, Satan. So anyone willing to to sacrifice uh, others for their own survival can add an advantage die to their to their speed test. And this may include like giving them a shove. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to
1: get around ant, and I sort of push him into the smaller dog-sized ant. You know, so that him and the ant are all tangled up.
0: Okay, So I'm hearing Wilton and Crowley doing that. Is, is Susa doing that?
3: I was kind of thinking about getting up a
1: tree, even if it's that big.
3: It's, I'm um, you know, I have to make the speed test to be able to even try the tree.
0: You'd have to climb real fast. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: and you would force Wilton to come up after you.
3: If I see any fallen trunks, loose things that I can pull down as I pass it, and that will Probably trip at least one following red sash.
0: Then yes. Fantastic! So you can add a die to your uh, to your speed test. So let's see how fast this bugger is. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five successes.
1: All right. So I get one die to that. Oh,
2: oh dear! <laughs> the devil does not like me today. I, mean, I did did the killing
1: for him, and he's still. <laughs> No fate to spend. Nope, nope. So we're going to be toe-to-toe with a giant ant. Fantastic. <laughs> well, I shoot it. I mean, that's my, that's my instinct is go,
0: yeah. So you realize that you're never going to reach the, the clearing before this thing overtakes you, and it's trampling and crushing and snapping the red sashes behind you like nothing.
1: Step between uh, it and Miss and Miss Bonham and pistol out and take a shot at it as it, as it charges
0: me. Alright. so it's upon you before you. It's fast. You, it's unbelievably fast. Like it's scarily fast. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, is anyone else would anyone else like to get involved in this um, man versus ant?
2: I guess I'll help by shooting as well.
0: Okay, and Bonham.
3: I'm checking the sub clause about looking at you.
1: Is it's just looking at you no matter what? That would work then. You want to try the fear? I'm gonna try the fear. We want to do shooting first. And
0: I mean, the fear is really fast though, so you could you could do it. It's a yeah, it's a one action. It's up to you. It's so, up to you. I'm not I'm not gonna dictate which direction you want, to which order you want to do things.
1: Let's let the let's let him do the magic first.
0: Okay. Okay. So uh, my sorcery is three
3: modifiers there's no time to say any nonsense about astrology. there's no time to make any nonsense about astrology
0: well you can always you can always work in astrology right
2: is that the one die thing where it
3: opens both ways
0: yes it's the the die if you roll a one, you have to roll again and if it's uh if it's a failure, you have to subtract a fa- uh success
3: uh no art to spend because if there's a mortal wound base of is three. Okay, six, two, six. And a one. Yeah, you said that so triumphantly, too. Thanks.
0: So roll two more. Roll two more dice.
1: Oh, yeah, because it's... Open-ended. Yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> oh, ouch. Okay. Would you like to... You don't have any fate left? I do have fate left. Okay, you can roll one of the triggers. Ah, wow, you succeed.
1: Yeah, but he... But the last die is a one. So maybe you don't succeed.
0: Oh, on the first. Okay, we'll roll roll a single die again. See if you uh, if that's a failure. In that case, it, the stars were not yes. right. It is not. So the stars are right. Cast a
3: spell without casting, you know, accidental summoning.
0: <laughs> okay, so I need to make a steel test for this thing, and steel is fairly decent. Okay,
1: you actually have stats for a giant ant? Sort of.
0: It's a mo- slight modification of a. Uh, uh, creature burning wheel creature so hesitation two which means congratulations uh labs and lassie uh, you have managed to make this thing hesitate for one action and it is going to stand and drool so suddenly it kind of stops in its tracks just for a moment and that's the moment you have to shoot i guess so instead of this being a horrible, you know, one on two <laughs> monster versus four level one pirates, you have a shot at at actually taking this thing out seriously with your, with your pistols. And since you have double pistols, I'm, I can be nice and let you shoot both. It's an enormous target, so um, it should be fine. It's close enough. So it's an OB-1 firearms test to hit.
1: And I hit. Uh, Diaphate? I think it's close range. I mean, did I just, just shoot in the head?
0: No, no, uh, roll, roll Diaphate. Uh, Five. Okay, and one more since you're using both, I'm assuming. Six. Was Crowley shooting?
2: Uh, yeah. we rolling separately. Okay, I'll roll. The,
0: the skill test is one roll, but, uh, the, um, the Diaphate bullet is, uh, two. Ta-da! You succeed. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, so I got him with a, med- with a, uh, Eleven? Is that is that correct? I think so. Yeah, I got eleven and an eight on him.
0: Yeah, and four and four for poor poor Crowley. So uh, Crowley, you 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 hit it both times. You're not sure if it's actually if it actually hit anything super vital. Wilton, you think you score two pretty decent hits. One in particular is is uh, somewhere in the head. Four four pistol shots close range, not the most fun. So uh,
1: lead balls they flatten out, especially against chitin.
0: Oh, that's true. I should take its potential armor into. What what is the versus armor for the those things? I think it's like one, or is it two? It's an asterisk. Right. So it depends on the range, I think.
1: So too close to shoot is four. Optimal is three. Extreme is one. So I guess
0: that's three in that case. Okay, what's the likelihood of somebody rolling uh, three successes on three dice for four, four times? Not very likely, right? We're going to skip past that and say uh, you at least uh, harm it to the point where it has a traumatic wound, which is bad enough that it collapses. Uh, you can you can see it twitching still, and it kind of, kind of like chunk collapses to the ground, and it's like whoosh of air and dead leaves and, and stuff, right? under it, and there's scurrying of, of littler creatures from ar- around it. Yeah, and start running again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, if she's not running fast enough, I just put her arm underneath her and pick her up and carry her. Running fast enough, thank you.
0: Uh, you need to do a, a tax test, though, uh, Bonham, for the fear. So it's four versus three. It's against what? Versus three, since the spell obstacle is three. Yeah, perfect. You don't suffer any, any ill effects. You huff it in the direction of the clearing. You come out into the, into the sun, into the afternoon sun, and um, you see what looks like ruins, but uh, it, it's, it's a, a set of ruins that seem to be half standing uh, and half an archaeological dig. Imagine if you were to find like a Mesoamerican city lost in the jungle that somebody had partially excavated. Now, the style of the city is kind of picture like a Aztec building techniques mixed with Babylonian. So it's kind of big, chunky, lots of um, um, faded paint, lots of uh, symbolism. And, uh, and uh, you don't see anything, anything large enough to be like a huge step pyramid, but it's, it's in that style, right? Uh, it's also crawling with ants, <sighs> the small ones. And there are only three of you now.
1: Anything we can climb up on top of? I mean, it's not going to do as much good, but...
0: That is something you will have to consider next time.
1: The camera pulls back, and there's the three of us standing there, breathing hard. And then we look ahead, and the camera, pu- as it goes back, you see the ants going back and forth.
0: <laughs> yep. So, part to award. So let's start with Crowley and go over the beliefs. So I will help find the lost city and plunder it. You haven't plundered it, but you found it, so take a fate. I will talk uh, to the crew members that went ashore at, at Dry Rum Anchorage to see if they heard anything about the Empire guy after me. You certainly did, and you solved, quote-unquote, that situation. So you can take a persona for that. We must ensure this other group does not interfere with our acquisition of riches. I think avoiding them is at least a fate for now. Since you haven't run into them or ascertained what they're about or eliminated them. <laughs> Do you think any of your instincts got you in trouble? Yeah, I think maybe you're always have a lie prepared to get out of trouble. You you try to lie to the vengeful Yeah. Yeah, and he tried to go for you as a result. I'd say that's a fate. Do you think any of your traits got you into hot water? I say they helped
2: drive the story. My paranoia and no, problems, problems with authority. <laughs>
0: I'd say so too. Paranoid, for sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> There's a conspiracy to turn me over to the authorities. That's kind of triggering for me.
0: Yep. <laughs> At least now you won't have to pay Lefty back for that service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's hop on over to to someone's. To understand the environment we, we venture into, I should scout out the land from above. You certainly tried. So take a fate point. Yeah. Uh, this map will lead me to Uru. I must unlock the power of this rune. Uh, you certainly tried, so take a fate point for that. Yeah. Uh, I must see the powers of the sanctuary don't... Uh, that the powers... I would see that... I said, okay, I assume you mean I must see that the powers of the sanctuary don't... Or maybe that's con- conversational English, and I just don't get it. Yeah, I suppose that does name some improvement there. Don't worry. I'm just not used to it.
3: Well, I could let the ants do that maybe
1: for a while,
0: <laughs> but I need to do something. Yeah, but this might be something that will come into play next session, right? Uh, depending on how you, if you end up meeting the other group and, and see what they're about. And now you know that there's a different sorcerers group, right? Yeah. Things. Uh, any traits? You think uh, got you into hot water, or drove the story in a new or unforeseen direction? Mark by the crawler did. I think it was a nice bit of color for your for your thing, but I don't know if I'd say in a n- really new or interesting, uh, new or unforeseen direction. Got you into serious trouble as a result of having it. Okay. Yeah. I think again, body and mold breaker. I think uh, maybe if we get into a more social heavy. <laughs> social heavy um, session uh, these will become more worthwhile i don't i don't know if any one of you had this serious conflicts between your um your beliefs or instincts right this time so check out godfrey prove that uh only her ladyship's best in uh that i only have her ladyship's best in interests at heart this is one of those where i have to think about like uh how susan Views you, so I'm gonna to have to ask Susan if if Susan thinks Wilton has sufficiently shown that he has your best interest at heart,
1: or you think he's just a puppy dog lapping around your feet? Could be,
0: and I'm like, well, you know, may that ant
3: thing? Maybe when we get back into situation into civilization, you know, maybe it could be a a reference or something to get him into it a good job
0: or something like that. but Well, that's all nice. But do you think that he has sufficiently proven himself, proven to you that he has your best interest at heart?
3: No, I think that uh, when push comes to shove, we go into going different directions again. I think he's probably going to do what he did back on the ship, And he's not going to accept that I am better educated <laughs> and I know better. <laughs> I can see farther. And if he has my best friend's heart, he'll actually listen to me for once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so that's a little insight into into her brain, but it's not necessarily what Wilton knows. Well, I think maybe you worked toward it by stepping in, in, in between her and the aunt and trying to be useful. Uh, so take a fate for that belief there, John. And you'll make sure her ladyship doesn't get into trouble. I'll give you a fate for that.
1: He was still with us. So I did pump him for everything I could.
0: Yes, I'd say take a persona for that, because Jim isn't really around anymore to to be helpful. So you're you're gonna have to switch that belief out anyway.
1: Shoot first, ask questions later. I did that twice, and I got in trouble the first time. Uh, yeah. So take a fate for that. But rescuing the fair damsel, I don't think I've actually did that. I'll I'll be honest. She did a lot more self-rescuing.
0: Useful, useful teammate, unfortunately. <laughs> for you. So, any traits you think really um, push? Nah. And you're not really set up to be, have really belief and instinct, fudgery, in your turmoil stuff, which we could work to towards setting up if you're interested. I mean, there's plenty of insects around. Well, what I mean is, like, you could have a belief that, that about, for instance, Bonham, that's like, uh, she doesn't know what's good for her, and I'm going to have to, Tell her, and the other belief is like uh uh I, I need to do everything to to make bonham care about me or or
1: i got you, yeah
0: myself or something right? so then you're torn between fuck do i do i set her straight or do i do what she wants and she'll like me <laughs> All right? and you'll have a possibility an option to to, to earn molder breaker right i think that's that for for each one of you and we can go over to the the voting,
2: <laughs>
0: so workhorse any any thoughts? I think
2: Wilton was doing a good job of being the uh strong hand of of our expedition with his with his gun and his sword.
0: that's fair are you in agreement all of you yeah okay sure. yeah so uh persona for for Wilton and most valued player. Valuable player, MVP. I think,
2: I think that goes to our witch who stopped the giant ant from...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree with that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so persona for, um, for Bonham. And I'm going to award old Crowley a Deeds Point. Ooh. Getting rid of Lasage in this situation is good for a number of people some of which I can't reveal. (laughs) (laughs) It was good for you, yes, but...
2: (laughs) I was helping poor Bert out.
0: Not just Bert, but yeah. (laughs) Let's say say poor Bert. (laughs) Very cool. Thank you for playing. Thank Uh, you. Lots of page flipping today, but at least we got through it. Open up (laughs) Antwise. Giant (laughs) Antwise.
1: Because I was reading, reading that uh, spell, you know, your falcon skin, you don't actually have to turn into a falcon. You also could turn into a... Anteater. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's have that fail
3: and do that three black wound all the creatures in six miles, and maybe that'll do for all <laughs>
0: actually happened in an orc game i was i was following uh years ago and revised uh like their their orc shaman or whatever they're called servants of the dark um he wanted to do something and then he fucked it up and he gave everything in a in a huge radius like a i forget what it was like a b4 b5 wound which is all insects die all small birds die. All, all rodents die. <laughs> like, you know, just all babies die. <laughs> like, horrible, horrible stuff. Um, <laughs> just, a, lot, a lot of people get horrible wounds.
2: <laughs> it's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com. Find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review
3: on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.